Welcome back to episode 12 of the Seeky Strength Podcast. This is, we're just recording this a little bit after the interview we did this morning. Uh, just to give a bit of context, Ibrahim is Miso's father and coach, and as you'll find out in the interview, but uh, as we've seen the last few days, so we met Ibrahim and Miso last year in Uzbekistan, and we were incredibly impressed by their knowledge of weightlifting and some of the things they did. And so nearly a year later we ended up in Qatar for the last few days not a very long visit we're only here for five days or something uh, we'd need like six months yeah but the week will do um, so just Ibrahim is probably one of the most knowledgeable people we've ever met regards to weightlifting and from what we've seen he's helping a lot of other athletes who aren't just weightlifters so his approach as you'll find out is very patient um, I'd if you can, if you're a weightlifter, or anyone in general, but especially weightlifters, I heavily pay attention to what he says and try take away some things from him. Really do, as Gurf was saying, uh, give it a chance. It's probably some of the best information we've gotten about programming, the sport of weightlifting, kind of where weightlifting has come from in the last 30 years, um, and what it was like competing back in the day. There's also some really good nuggets of information on how to train youth athletes, um, which is really, really cool. Um, so stay tuned and enjoy. Okay, so we're here with Miso Hassana and Miso's father, Ibrahim Hassana. And we just finished our first, our first training of the Saturday. And we're going to do some, just a quick interview with Ibrahim and then one with Miso after. So, uh, we just go straight into it? Yeah. Okay, so... Do you want to tell Ibrahim, do you want to tell us a bit about how he started weightlifting? So what age he started? How did he get into weightlifting? Welcome. We welcome you here in Qatar and we are so happy that we met you. Thank you very much. He's so happy that you interesting at uh, yeah, interviewing the weightlifters and uh, in weightlifting. Uh, yeah, outside. And you hope like there's a lot of uh, people like you guys who are interested in weightlifting and like at the and the secrets of weightlifting too. قليل أول ما تلاقي الناس مهتمة ومثقفين في رياضة رفع الأثقال برغم إن هي رياضة أنا بحبها جدا جدا وفيها كل حاجة قليل جدا ما بنلاقي شباب حلو وجميل زيكم مهتمين. There is no much guys who is interested in weightlifting and interested to to know what people does yeah and they're doing for weightlifting so. إحنا أسرة رفع أثقال كلها أسرة بتلعب رفع أثقال من أول الجدود لل لحد أنا لحد ميسو لحد الأطفال الصغارين. So our family they all they all weightlifters so it's kind of passing generation to generation. His grand his grandfather and his grand grandfather and his sons all all the family they are weightlifters so. Yeah. yeah. This is how he started weightlifting, and uh, I started weightlifting at 13 years old, and that was uh, 
وانقطعت سنه ولا سنتين ورجعت تاني من وانا عندي 18 سنه كان هو اللعب الاساسي في اللي هو يعتبر طول عمري بقى لحد الان. And I stopped for one year then I came back to weightlifting at 18 years old and I contained انضميت لمنتخب مصر وانا كنت عندي 17 سنه. Uh, I joined the national team of Egypt uh, when I was uh, 17 years old. عملت الأرقام القياسية اللي هي المصرية والعربية والأفريقية وأنا ناشئ. I did many uh, records in, uh, in Egypt and African records and uh, Arabic records. كنت أنا بدايتي مختلفة في وسط العيلة أن طورت الرياضة من هم بيلعبوها وبيحبوها وبيمارسوها صحيح في لعيبة بس انا كنت بدات بقى ليا مستوى مميز على مستوى مصر فور مي اي ووز مية وعشرين خطف ومية وخمسين كلين. وكانت في الأيام دي كانت هي أرقام قياسية أفريقية. التدريب لسه ما تطورش يعني كان المدربين اللي معانا طبعاً بنحترمهم بس كانوا لسه التدريب. ما تطورش وخاصة في الفترة اللي احنا كنا فيها دي كان اعتمد على اساليب معينة ثلاث مرات في الاسبوع او اربع مرات. And with all the respect for our coaches uh, but at this time the training and the programs of the training it wasn't that good to to do that uh, stuff. كنا احنا جيل بنبحث عن المعلومة أكثر من المدربين يعني احنا Our generation we were searching and looking for the information of weightlifting more than our coaches. Okay. So that's why he likes you guys. That's you. Okay. فقتنا والبطوطي يرضى البطوطي من أقتل الأولمبيين المميزين وخليل أمين وحمدي بسوني وسعيد خليل دمت الجيل بتاعنا كل اللي كنا إحنا بنسافر ونبدأ نشوف الناس بتمرن الزاي. It was he and his friends from the national team, but رضا البطوطي and سعيد خليل. مصطفى بطوطي his friends at the national team who was searching always for the information and how to develop weightlifting in 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 this country at this time. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. طلعت من وزن من الناشئين كنت أنا من اللعبة اللي هي المميزة يعني دائما ويتنقلت في الأوزان من خمسة وسبعين لاثنين وثمانين لتسعين لمية لمية وعشرة. خمسة وسبعين. So and he started to move his weight up from seventy-five to eighty-two. Eighty-two and nineteen تسعين. كل الاوزان اللي لعبت فيها كنت بضرب الارقام القياسيه المصريه والعربيه والافريقيه. So all all the all the categories that I competed in I was like the top in it and I broke the Arabic and the African records in it. احسن ارقام عملتها كان 175 خطف و220 كيلين. اعتقد السؤال ده جاي. انا اجيب لك كله بعدين نتكلم عليه. اوكي. And the, his best numbers was 
175 خط في 125 سناتش اند 225 بس 220 الارقام اللي عملتها في I got the fifth at the Olympic uh, Very good. <laughs> 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 what kind of numbers was he squatting when he was younger? I <laughs> Three, 300 uh, back squat and uh, 265 uh, front squat. <laughs> and he did 200 push press. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know when he said he was, they were searching for information on weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Where was he looking at that time? Obviously, there was no internet, so where did he go for? في علم التدريب كل الناس اللي احنا رحنا لهم معظمهم في فكرة على المستوى في الأدوية فقط. So because there there was like no internet at this time, so all the information they used to get it from when they travel to training camps or yeah competitions. So and because they used to do like a lot of training camps in Hungary, so yeah most of the information got it from there, but. Now he thinks that all the information that they had at this time it was all about the supplements and uh, the medicines that you should okay. talk about, like, but it wasn't uh, also yeah, in technique or how to... Smart programming. <laughs> So they were like afraid to do like the same thing that they do yeah at this time because oh, okay. yeah, <coughs> you know that will affect the time from yeah. so at this time there was like a war between uh, the the right training and the people who have taken supplements or destroyed or stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. عشان كده أنا دائما يمكن أنا من المدربين القليلين أو إن أنا ليه أسطب الواحد في التدريب مع اللعيبة اللي أنا طلعتهم أطلعلهم من مصر أو من أنا مدربت في السعودية أسطب تدريب مختلف عن كل تدريب اللي بنتمرنه على المستوى العالم. So that's why I have like a different program or different way to train my athletes, the athletes that I have, and how to develop their technique and their power without give them any things of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. يمكن في ناس كتير أوع على مستوى العالم ما بيصدقونيش إلا اللي هم قريبين مني إن أنا الوحيد اللي بدرب من غير أدوية بوصل لمستوى عالي. A lot of a lot of people around the world they thought it's lying to yeah get one lifter to the top to be like one of the best lifter without destroyed or supplements or stuff like that. So some people doesn't believe that, but that's what he's doing. Yeah. كل اللعيبة اللي هم المواجهين على مستوى العالم المصريين كنت أنا اللي مطلعهم وهم صغارين زي محمد إحسان اللي هو كان أفضل لعيبة اللي جت فوتي. Most of the the best lifters who reached the top from from Egypt 
one of them, Muhammad Hassan, he was the their, their coach when they when they was uh, used or was just young uh, lifters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. صراحة ما عجبنيش لأن برضه هم كلهم اعتمدوا على الأدوية كتيرة جدا 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 وأنا أشوف إن أنا اللي إحنا بنعمله بدون أدوية بيبقى أحسن مستوى أحسن وما فيش إصابات زي ما عنده. And we till now we st- we still searching for new information in weightlifting. Uh, even we did a, like a training camp in Uzbekistan for a long time uh, last year. Uh, but uh, he thinks that he didn't found that information that he needs. Uh, yeah, okay. he didn't have like great information to use it. Yeah, and we and even them realized that uh, we uh, that we still turning less but we reach like big numbers more than they do uh, without getting injured or any stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So when he was younger, what was his training like compared to, um, say, your training now at the same ages? You mean you you? Like so when he was like 18, 19, So he said it was really, really uh, not enough training. Uh, yeah, he used when he used he used to training like three times a week, and when he get a little bit older, like junior or senior, the yeah. they were training uh, five times a week. Okay. So at, and it wasn't enough to, uh, training at all. Mm-hmm. And even like at like something like uh, preparation time or uh, when they used training, the their coaches they used to give them like training to get them strong, but it's, uh, like it's power not u- useful for weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like example, he used to do like 200 push press and uh, uh, 150 press, and uh, me so doing less than that too much, yeah, 130 triceps and me so doing like just uh, just 170 just 170 bush press 110 yeah. 115 uh, press but he's still lifting or jerk oh the okay. same yeah yeah, same yeah, yeah. so it was just strong but like not the not for weightlifting yeah. yeah yeah so um what kind of uh i suppose inter like you know in terms of international competitions when did he kind of first internationally and what was it and you know uh, uh, it was uh, 1979 and it was uh, the uh, junior african championship and said 
championship. So it was uh, one of the best competition. And the last competition was uh, Olympic Games Barcelona, uh, 1991. Uh, when did he move from competing then to coaching? Was it straight away after Barcelona, or was there a break? And did he do other things, or did he go straight to coaching? درست للتدريب معظمها وأنا كنت بلعب في الفترة الأخيرة. so he 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 did a lot of like studies and for weightlifting during his during his competing in time and in a lot of countries. so when he stopped weightlifting he moved to to coaching. yeah to coaching direct. And he was like loving to coach, even when he was competing. He he loved to coach even his friends. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, even uh, at 1992, uh, the president of the federation of Egypt, he, he asked him to coach the national team, but he refused and he took seven, lifter, seven young lifters and uh, during two years they become the national team of Egypt. Yeah. Really? Really? يعتبر أنا وسط النظام اللي هو كله لأن هناك في مؤسسات وأندية كبيرة عريقة وعندها مدربين كويسين حتى مدربين أجانب وأنا السبع اللي معايا كانوا هما تم اللعيبة السبع يأخذوا سبع أول والخد الثاني واحد من من عندي اللي كسبان. and at the national at the national competition after two years who who when he coached that eight lifters at the national competition Seven of them got gold, and the eighth one, who got silver, and one of his team who was the beaten. So oh, okay. they won all the competition. Yeah. Then he moved to to coach them at the national team. They they become the national team, and he was uh, the coach. Mm. And most of these uh, lifters, uh, before they finished their career at junior, uh, they beat all the senior team in Egypt. Okay, yeah. And he was uh, since that time he he was the 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 coach of the national team of Egypt till 2002. قدمت بقى كل اللعيبة اللي هي الجيل اللي هو طلع كان من ضمنهم محمد إحسان وحسين فتحي وبرايم مرسي والعالم. so most of the that special lifters who yeah become become world championship in Egypt he was the coach yeah the coach. بعدها رحت دربت منتخب السعودية كان أول مرة دربنا درب منتخب السعودية وكان عمرهم منتخب السعودية كان فريق تعبان جدا ما عندهم شيء لعيبة. قدرت اخلي لاعبين انت عارف القصه بقى للدحيلي ومستواهم عالمي حتى واحد شال 170 في وزن 62. Then he moved to Saudi Arabia to coach the national team 
and uh, they uh, he qualified them for the Olympic Games for the first time in yeah in the in the, in the country. Um, so how did how does he approach training young lifters? You know because obviously it's a it's a lot different than training senior lifters, I imagine. So how does he approach it? You know, like you're, he's training his grandchildren now, who are like six, seven. What does he do with them? So like, how does he train really young lifters? You know, what does he do with them? عشان اخلي عنده مجال في المفاصل اوسع من الحركه بتاعت رفع الاثقال. So uh, all I focus on is the technique and the mobility and mobility of his bones and flexibility yeah in his muscle that's so important for the future for him. Okay. He doesn't care about how much does he lift or how much should they left in the future because he building for the future he should make him love the place and love weightlifting first uh, and uh, yeah he should uh, yeah just put this in his mind that he building him for the future and he's going to be great not just uh, a lifter okay is that what they did with you oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And when does serious training start then, you know, kind of, or intense training? What age kind of would that happen then? So he said he changed it like uh, step by step and every lifter not not like the other so everyone has his own program and uh, like example if we both uh, came to training with him like you can do something I cannot do and I can do something you cannot do so everyone have has uh, his program and uh, uh, the way he changed it, he should know like when he's gonna change your program, or you should keep on it. Yeah. So there is no program it could work for all the lifters. Uh, at the same time, uh, like example, first uh, I couldn't sit like a full uh, full sit in the clean jerk. If I did it, I get injured in my back. So we we stayed about six months. We just doing stretching and yeah, getting my back stronger. So okay. yeah, every lifter has his uh, own program. So it's kind of it's all about being really patient, like for even years of patience, months, a long, long time. Yeah. You should, you should be patient with, uh, with the lifter that you are yeah, coaching him and um, 
just like if he get injured or something, you should know how to yeah, yeah get him here without stop training and even without getting uh, his injury worse. Yeah. Even, even if you're doing stretching for your lifters, uh, you should make sure like how, how, how you're doing it. Like you cannot do it just one uh, suddenly and so strong, you can also injure them. So yeah. even with stretching, you should know how to yeah, yeah, make it step by step, raise it. نقدر ننمي القوة بالسهولة والدليل على كده ان انت بيت رجليك برغم انك بتمرن فترة واحدة كل يوم بس انت رجليك قوية وممكن تقويها اكتر من كده كمان بس هي المرونة هي العقبة اللي هي عند اللعيبة المستوى اللي عليها. So the power you can gain you can you can gain the power no problem you can you can get stronger so easy but the difficult thing and for most of the like top lifters is the mobility. Okay. Could he explain to people why being patient in training is a lot, is better in the long run? You know, sometimes a lot of people, especially newer lifters, want to train really, really hard all the time. Uh, can you just kind of explain why it's better to train really, really patient all along, you know, if you... <laughs> ضد المسكنات خالص يعني وصبور ديت هي اللاعب اللي انا بلاقي صعوبه ما باخد واحد كبير بمرنه لان صعب ان انا اثر على دماغه انما اللي بتمرن معاه من هو صغير بيعرف دايما ان هو انا عايز ايه واكيد بيكون مسيطر عليه اكتر من ما تجيل حد كبير اوف كورس هي سيد اوف كورس اي شود بي I should be patient with my lifters, and that's why I like to get, uh, I like to coach the the young and uh, the youth lifters because they understand what I want and uh, how I'm, I'm gonna uh, coach them. Uh, like if he got like an old lifter, he's so hard to to treat his mind more than he yeah coaching okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, does he? Does he miss competing? Does he miss lifting, training, weightlifting, or is he kind of when he finished in '92? Was he happy to be finished training hard? أكيد أكيد أخطأت في 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 البطولات وأخطأت وأنا مدرب في في التدريب. Of course, he said. Of course, of course, I missed in competing, even lifting, and all all the all the lifters and all like the coaches do that. Yeah. فكان دايما المشكلة حتى لغاية دلوقتي في هي الفترة اللي هي بتاعت الأسبوع أو العشر أيام اللي قبل البطولة ما بين إن هو تخلي اللاعب جسمه مفيش في شدة وفي شدة تعملها إزاي ديت هي اللي بتقعد دايما بتضايقني. تمام. Alright. So he said yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So the most thing bother me 
it's the 10 days before the the competition this were everybody missed like i want him to be like his body strong for the competition also like not so tired that he cannot uh, compete or feels like he cannot lift yeah so yeah this uh, this is the most difficult time the 10 days before the competition so the, that's why like in all the competition when he was a lifter or even when he was uh, coaching the 10 days before the competition is always different than the, the others the the last one or the ones coming next um, every time has a special way to yeah to prepare to, yeah to prepare yeah like example with me like we had some competition uh, together like before the competition two or three days we go in heavy snatch and there's a competition like maybe two or three days we we are not training at all we just need to yeah get relax the, yeah relax oh, okay. mm-hmm. and sometimes 10 days before the competition we are not going uh, heavy at all Okay. So yeah. Yeah, and just just sometime you you do not you do not need to do like snatch or clean and jerk. You just need to keep your your body tight and strong without doing like snatch or clean and jerk or heavy stuff. Okay. That's that's how that's we do that so. Uh, when when we start feel like the power is getting uh, yeah getting down or yeah the body is okay. not so strong. Um, when he's looking for talent and young lifters, is there anything he looks for in particular, or does he just whoever comes to the gym, he just trains them and then? Uh, the bone, the bone formation. Oh, yeah. okay. What, what does it look like, or what's kind of? Uh, uh, the best of them, like the 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 lifter who's his back is tall and yeah. uh, his legs short. kind of short. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the lifter, uh, he has uh, like long fingers. His yeah. hands big. Okay. So okay. yeah. Uh, and also the the lifters who has like uh, thick wrist. Yeah. 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 Thick, yeah, mm. thick wrist. Thick joints. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think there's any anything specific about training talk, or is there? It's probably not really. Like he says, it's all. It depends on the lifters. Yeah, There's yeah. no real specific no, questions. No, no. Um, so for what's it like training his son in weightlifting as opposed to other weightlifters? How does he find like how does he find coaching you as opposed to other weightlifters who aren't related to him? Or is there a difference between coaching his son and coaching another athlete? هي صعبة جدا جدا لما الواحد بيمرن ابنه فعلا هي صعبة يعني 
ولكن يعني احنا بنخلي ابن ديت في البيت وفي الشارع انما في الصاله بحس ان انا يعني بتعامل معاه سو اتس تو ديفيكالت اتس ريلي ديفيكالت تو يا تو كوتش يور سان يو جيف هيم اول يور اتنشن بات فور هيم هي جاست فيل ذاتس ماي سان ات هوم ات ذا ستريت لايك يا بات وين وي انتر ذا تريننج هول هي جاست كوتش يا هو طبعا المشكله كمان ان انا لازم تتحكم في نفسك عشان ابنك بيبقى عارفك اكتر من اي حد فلو شافك انك انت خايف هو يخاف and especially your son knows you and you knows him so you should know exactly how to control yourself because if yeah. if your son saw in your eyes that you are afraid so he will be afraid too yeah. so you should know how to control yourself at the competition at the training to yeah to look for him like you are fine and you're ready for that okay yeah. if um say like a, there's a lot of amateur weightlifters now so you know people who just do weightlifting as a hobby maybe four or five times a week does he have any uh some general recommendations for them for their training you know if they have no coach and they've known to help him is there anything you'd recommend for them النصيحة إن هي الأدوية مش كل حاجة ما توصلش للمستوى اللي هو رفعات الحد الأقصى الكتيرة اللي اقترحها الدول اللي هي على رأسهم بلغاريا رفعات الحد الأقصى ديت هي أكتر حاجة بتضر المفاصل والأربطة خاصة للناشئين ما توصلوش للمستوى عالي. So he he would he wanted to say for them like the first thing make make sure to be far away from the supplements and destroy the or stuff like that don't listen yeah. to anybody tell you to yeah take something like that uh, second thing the um, the amount of training the high training like too much training mm-hmm. it will not help you too much as you think uh, okay. yeah so like if you if you're training every day or if you train like three times a day or five times a day uh, three times a, d- a week or four times a week uh, yeah. if you did all of them maximum So this will not help as you think. Okay. So most of uh, most of the program in the world that you're gonna say uh, who uh, who made it uh, Bulgaria, some countries like Bulgaria, Bulgaria or yep. uh, Russian, uh, who has a lot of maximum training and a lot of heavy training, it will not help you at all. So yeah, don't try it. Okay. علم التدريب. Yeah. It's too far of uh, like uh, the weightlifting training. Okay. علم التدريب اللي هو بيعملوه اللي هو يعلق لك اسبوع واحد تقعد تعيد طول السنه الكلام ده بعيد خالص عن علم التدريب. Yeah. So this program who just give you like one week and you just keep doing it like for one year, yeah. two or three months, one year so it will not help you at all. Mm. Okay. That's it I think. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. انا عايز اقول ان هو مش ان شاء الله تجيزه على السنه الجايه ان شاء الله يلعب على الميداليه اللي هي الذهب وانا ما بلعبش على اسماء لعيبه بنلعب على رقم والرقم اللي هو يعملوه في الدار الاولمبيه هيقدر يجيب ذهب ان شاء الله So uh, he thank you guys so much for for that, and he just want to like say something for all the people who's gonna listen to that uh, about uh, me. So 
uh, he now he's preparing him f- to get the gold at the next Olympic nice. Nice. Uh, Tokyo 2020. He yeah. doesn't care about who's gonna compete over there. We yeah. just yeah we just working with the numbers and yeah. he's gonna make uh, make you proud. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you very much. And we are so happy that we met you and we hope uh, you come here again. Definitely. Thank you. And not just here, like anywhere you want to come. Uh, if you want to come to Egypt, too, you, you're more than welcome. Yeah, we uh-huh. will welcome you there. We might see you in Ireland soon, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you so Thank you.